the more receptive people are to ideas and best practices, the more likely they are to have success. And if they have success, the more likely yeah. they are to renew. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Thursday, so this is our hashtag one team episode. Sangram and someone from the Terminus team discuss what they're learning at the moment and how it applies to you. Here we go. Welcome to the Flip My Funnel Podcast. What's up? How's it going? What's going on? I am good. I'm super fired <laughs> up, as always, as some of you might know or feel. But today, th- this this episode is always a good one, right? It's one team. It's about what we're doing here at Terminus and how we are trying to build a company, a culture, and in the best way, I think, build people. Yeah. Uh, and, and you guys have been phenomenal in the customer success side. So we don't get to talk about customer success at all. Uh, most of the times you'll hear on Flip My Phone is about marketing or sales. But if you think about a go-to market team, it means marketing, sales, and customer success. People forget that. And I feel customer success is kind of a thankless job. It's like behind the scenes, stuff is happening. Hey, we just sold. People get to ring the gong every time they close a deal. But when you retain a customer, when you upserve a customer, I don't say upsell anymore, upserve a customer, or you do all the things behind the scenes, I think it doesn't get as much credit. So to talk more about that and how do you humanize communication, I got two amazing people Kyle and Ryan, welcome to the show, man. Thank you for having us. Yeah, excited to be here. I got to steal that upserve comment. I love that. Yeah, it's set up. So we're not selling where. Who was it? Somebody said it on some other thing. I don't know if it was, uh, it it probably was Lincoln Murphy because we had Lincoln Murphy on one of the podcasts. He talks about customer happiness uh, versus uh, customer retention. And he takes, well, happy customers doesn't mean they're going to be with you, right? There's a difference there. So you got to check that. It's one of the highest listened to podcasts of all times, Lincoln Murphy. So very quickly, so why don't we, Ryan and, and Kyle, before we get into this idea of humanizing communication, sure. which I'm really excited to hear more about uh, and, and dive into it, Ryan, you went from an SDR role into customer success. Yeah. And so let's just chat about that for a second. <laughs> and then Kyle, you have been like in customer success and yep. this has kind of been your bread and butter. So really dive into what that means and then get into the humanizing aspect of it. Absolutely. So Ryan, just like... How do you go from customer success, from an SDR role where you're like, the money is like falling on you, right? In SDR, I'm just going to make that up. But how do you go from an SDR role or why do you go from an SDR role to a customer success? And how does that two roles relate to each other? Yeah, um, it's interesting, right? Like internally, I was the, the first SDR to sort of carve out and trailblaze that path from SDR to CSM. I think the, the moment in which was like the light bulb moment for myself was it was an all hands meeting January 2018. And one of our top company initiatives was customer retention. Right. And in thinking about really my future, where I think I'm going to best fit and be most successful and best utilized, I really wanted to work with our customers to help them build best in class ABM strategies while simultaneously helping to drive additional revenue on that team because these customers are seeing so much uh, value in what we offer. Yeah, and you've been on the front lines with SDR. You're like on front lines, you're seeing and hearing all their concerns and things. Yeah, so it's interesting because on the SDR front, right, you hear what the initial pain points are, how we can solve them at a very high level and then, you know, pass those opportunities off to AEs and, you know, they further qualify those accounts. 
And then on the CSM front, you hear the full picture, the full story. What drew you to Terminus? Why us? There's other vendors on the market. Yeah. Um, we always love hearing the example. It's the people, right? It's the yeah. way you guys conduct your sales process. So it's just so cool to be like hands-on with our customer base, help them continually strategize on um, their ABM programs. And there's so much excitement on every customer wants to be best in class, right? Yeah. Everyone wants the best ABM program. So it's cool to work with them and help them carve that out and see uh, success with Terminus. That is amazing, man. What is, uh, share one thing or one one di- big difference between an SDR role and a customer success role that, that you have felt? Uh, gosh, that's a good one. Because um, when I think a, about it, because like when I as an SDR, like you're dialing, you're on the yeah. clock, you're you're grinding it out, and you are on a hunt every single day. In customer success, you're on a different way. You have the customer, yep. but you're like, so I'm, I'm just kind of thinking like it got to be such a different job. But like in in the, from a mindset perspective, yep. is it any different? It is for sure. Um, so when I was an SDR, right, you can't break anything. You yeah. have a bad call. I mean, <laughs> you can't break anything. You can't, nothing's, you can't break anything. It's, <laughs> yeah. you know, on to the next one. Right. Um, with a customer relationship, right, it's always about continually um, building rapport with that customer, helping them see success uh, day in, day out. Um, but it's a different mental shift, right? Yeah. SDR is the short game. Like, yeah. how? Let me get three demos today, or the mm. next hour I'm going to connect I love with that. 10, the short 15. game. It's the short game versus the long game. But you also celebrate the small wins in customer success world, right? Getting a customer to adopt a specific ABM strategy, or I'm going to use the term upserve. Those yeah. are those are the big wins because yeah. up, upserving doesn't happen in two days or doesn't happen in three weeks. Sometimes yeah. it takes time and ultimately adoption of recommendations and uh, strategies. Yeah. So it's the long game and it's the short wins along that way versus SDR. It's the short game. I want to like hit it hard, get as many demos as I can today. I so love that. Different SDR drive. is a short game in customer success, yeah. a long game. You nailed it on that yeah. one. Like, all right, Kyle. So <laughs> someone who has been in the customer success world, who knows a lot about it, like what are what is your take on the role of a customer success person? Yeah, so um, the role to Ryan's point, it's definitely you have to be very present on all of the calls. You don't, you know, you can't have that one call where it's like, well, that one didn't go so well. <laughs> that would cost like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, yeah, they were perfect, right? Yeah. But it's, you know, you really have to think through and be on the same page as the customer and kind of be that extension of their team. Um, and, you know, kind of one of the things that um, I think is really important is, is constantly, to Ryan's point, building that rapport and making sure that they understand you really truly are an extension of their team as yeah. opposed to not trying to do something like upsell them or all you care about is the renewal, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, you want them to renew, but kind of in the same way that in the sales process, we want to bring on customers that are great fit. Yep. We want to make sure that they're operationalizing ABM and succeeding with that. Yeah. And if that happens, the renewal will take care of itself, right? And so Love that. the biggest way to get there is making sure you're on the same page, making sure you understand their objectives and making sure you can make ABM work in the confines of what they're already doing and what they're being measured on. And so while you have to be present for every call, it doesn't necessarily mean every call is the same. Yeah. Um, every yep. customer has their own story. Every customer has their own metrics that they're looking at to a point or their own, you know, current Design- Desired outcome. Yeah. Exactly, desired outcome. And so um, sometimes, especially if you're, you know, have a, a good number of calls in a day trying to compartmentalize each one and make sure that you really are present and have that individual customer's best interest in mind, at, you know, in every call. Um, you know, it can be a challenge at times, but, um, you know, I really think seeing that success and seeing them come out, you know, and really see the light within ABM. 
Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's a rewarding aspect of the job. And so that's amazing. Yeah. So sure. why don't you kick us off with this whole thing? Like, I think the introduction was pretty awesome. Like, you know, yeah. the yeah. short game and the long game idea and what is the desired outcome and what you read. That's really, I think people probably already got a whole lot of out of it. But, but you guys have been thinking and talking about this idea of humanizing. Yeah. And, and that's the, 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 the thing that we've been talking about. The conference is all about humanizing. What does that mean to you and how do you humanize the experience from a customer success perspective? Yeah, a, a big part of this really came up with, so my background pre-terminus, I was in like sales and customer support type roles, but it was always in front of the customer. So I yeah. was dealing with customers in market and I had a territory and I was in their office and meeting face to face. And so- So you so, were like an AE? That was kind in, of- in, in, Yeah, so, so I've been in the sales roles and then also in some more customer retention type roles. Okay, um, no wonder you guys like, you know, love each yeah. other because yeah. you both have been on the sales side of the house, it, so you know. Best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so when you're face to face, it's a lot easier to really read what's going on with the other person and kind of yeah. understand what's going on in the room, right? Yeah. You can see their face, you can see their energy, all of that. And so with Terminus, our customers are all over the country and all, yeah. and all over this place. And so, you know, we're having email communication, phone call communication, Zoom meeting type communication. And, you know, I think sometimes you can lose that human element. You don't, yeah. If you're just talking to a voice in the room, um, you don't necessarily know what's going through their head. And so... Yeah. Um, kind of what brought a lot of this on was, I remember it's one of the first calls that I was on with a Zoom meeting. Initially, some people have their settings so that the camera immediately comes on. <laughs> and inevitably, you have that scramble moment that yeah. is quite funny to watch where somebody hops on, they see the camera come on, and they duck out of the way. Did, did that happen? Like somebody's in their PJs yeah, or something? Like, what happened? So they're trying to duck out of the way. So my first reaction to make the situation less awkward was turn the camera on. Yeah. how to work the meeting, right? Yeah. So, um, and it just kind of worked. All of a sudden, they stopped scrambling and yeah. just kind of settled down, addressed the situation. Hey, this is really awkward. Yeah, Camera's because on. that doesn't happen. Like most right. customer success, I've never heard people in customer success or even sales for the matter. We do a ton of videos. And yeah. we just did a podcast with Morgan Gillespie, yeah. who has done 3,000 videos. 3,000. She's the video queen. Video queen, right? Yeah. 3,000. She just is. went from an SDR to AE. I think it's yeah. just phenomenal. Like it's a case study in itself. But on a customer success side, I think it's there's just so much formality in the process and, yep. and that dehumanizes the uh-huh. whole thing. And you're trying to kind of change that and say, you know what, let me show you who I am and, and get to know you better and let just have a face-to-face eye contact. That's really interesting. Yeah, for sure. And, and you know, it, it extends outside of just the, the video piece, right? So like the video thing was something that I did over time. And so um, really just made a point to always have the video on. And it's funny, as some customer relationships developed, you know, some of the times I'd be talking to a dark screen because they wouldn't have their video on, but in time, the video would pop up, right? Yeah. I had some customers that if they were on a different computer, they'd say, Kyle, I apologize. I yeah. don't have a video. I don't have a webcam on this one, right? Yeah. Um, because that just kind of became our communication method. We were used to seeing each other. We were used to being present. And so it's very easy to build rapport and stay in rapport. Um, and so Ryan and I just kind of got to talking about that piece because he also has a lot of unique ways that he does not right. with his customers and interacts with his customers. And I think a lot of it stems from when he was an SDR. Um, so kind of kick it over and say kind of what's your take yeah. on that piece. Well, yeah. but before you get jump into it, like yeah. in, in your view, is the idea of putting yourself out there and having, is that creating a better relationship? Is that helping us retain customers? Like if, if somebody's listening to this, I'm just kind of thinking from a listener perspective, and look, like I'm I'm a salesperson or a marketer or customer success. 
I'm not sure if I should do that or not. It sounds cool. It sounds interesting. Yeah. But what is the benefit of doing that? I think it really kind of tears down a wall and humanizes the conversation in the sense if I'm going to make a recommendation, yeah. I'm just a, a voice in the room. Yeah. Uh, I feel like someone's going to hear that voice and they're going to say, yeah, okay, it's easy for you to say, but you don't understand my situation. <laughs> my pain, you don't yeah. understand what I'm doing. But just seeing their face and like when you tell them to do something and you can kind of see them sit back in their chair, just pick up on those visual cues. Yeah. You know, maybe they cross their arms, right? Because, okay, yeah, it sounds great in theory, but I can't do that. Yeah. You can pick up on that stuff with the video. And so all of a sudden they can do the same with you and they can see you leaning in yeah. and saying, look, I know this is hard and I know yeah. this isn't, you know, going to be easy for you. Um, but, you know, we, we can work at this together and we can take baby steps and make something happen. Yeah. And so I think just from a success perspective, and if you think in the long term of a renewal, the more receptive people are to ideas and best practices, the more likely they are to have set success. And if they have success, the more likely yeah. they are to renew. Right? I love so, that. You know, I love that. Together. I love that. Like, can you say that again? What was the three? Like, I mean, that was like freaking awesome. That, <laughs> yeah, that, gosh, that flow. Do you remember what it was? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, so if if they're receptive to your ideas, yeah. they're more likely to listen. Yeah. If they listen and kind of take all of that in, then they're more likely to have success. If they have more likely to have success, they're more likely to renew. I think that was the boom, yeah. boom. I love that. All right, what can you add to that fire? Uh, it's too good. Uh, it, it's funny because there's definitely like a strong psychological element to it, but there's also that personal human element of I. It, it, it's not just about the business, right? Certainly we're trying to solve your business problems and help you reach the objectives that you're ultimately measured on day in, day out. Yeah. And you chose us to be a partner to ABM. So like our goal, our objective is to help you do ABM as best as you can for your business. Yep. But also like we we genuinely care about you as a person. Yeah. So beyond awesome. just a voice in the room, like how are you today? Um, you know what? What else is going on? There's there's stuff that goes on outside of work, day in yeah. day out that uh, that everybody goes through, right? Yep. The good and the bad, the ugly. Um, so I think by putting a face to in front of a screen can open up the conversation and and let that rapport just come a little bit more easy yeah. and natural versus just a vocal interaction conversation that could potentially just segue into all right, let's talk business. Where right. We, we care about you. What's going on? Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Everything. I also feel like people sometimes maybe, like, you know, I do this all the time. I'm always multitasking, right? Caitlin yeah. over here, she's recording and multitasking right now with, like, pen that's in her mouth <laughs> and emails and, <laughs> like, recording. Did. Like, right now, we just got her multitasking <laughs> yeah. five things at the same time, right? But Caitlin is good at that. Like, yeah. I'm bad at it. So when I'm not talking, like, if I'm not in the conversation, if I'm doing something else, I've totally lost what you were saying. But if I do that, I know I can. And I wonder, like, in, by flipping the camera on, you're really engaging with them. And that word is kind of thrown around engagement, but like engaging with someone, which means you're actually in the conversation mm -hmm. or you're in it together. So yeah. I love that. Any other ideas on the humanizing communication before we wrap it up? Um, as far as translating from SDR experience into the success role, we do this really well internally. Our SDR yeah. team is incredible. We know this. The Morgan Gillespie example, 3,000 yeah. videos. There's just so many noisy channels nowadays and right. marketers and across various industries and various other departments, people are getting blown up by totally. salespeople. Thousands. Emails, yeah. phone calls daily. I'm sure you do as well. Yeah. Um, and now people do daily podcasts. Can you believe yeah. it? It's like, you know, crazy. Anyway. And the world's, <laughs> the world's crazy. And um, just the need to differentiate yourself. Yeah. The customers we work with, 
they have numerous other vendors that they work with day in day out. Yeah. So how can I not just be another vendor that they yeah. work with, someone who they're genuinely excited to talk to? So in being an SDR, we do a great job in personalization. We make videos for prospects. We write personalized emails to show them we genuinely are interested in their business um, yeah. and how we can solve their problems. And in our phone calls, doing research on our prospects. So if they do pick up the phone, we're prepared exactly with what to say to them to keep them engaged and not from going click, hanging yeah. up that phone because here's another hungry sales rep just trying to get money. So in translating that to the success world, like Kyle talked about, sometimes it's just about picking up the phone. Yeah, You can have an email exchange, but if you could type out an email in five minutes, why not just pick up the phone and just converse yeah. with a customer and talk through it versus just typing out an email. So I love the phone. Yeah. I've incorporated video. Again. That's a good point. You yeah. have been an SDR, so you know how to yeah. hold, you know, I do know use a phone. Hold. I do know how to use a phone. Yeah. It comes in handy. Yeah. Um, I do I do love the phone aspect. I try to use video where where applicable. Um, in but hey, hold on one second. Let's just go back to that because that's super interesting. As a customer success, like I've worked with so many vendors, yeah. I feel like I'm inundated with emails yeah. from yeah. customer success. They never pick up the phone. I think that is the biggest takeaway. If somebody's listening from from a customer success perspective, is what you, uh, both you, Ryan and Kyle, you, what you guys have been able to do is translate from SDR to this role. In my view, is that you're not afraid to show up, and, and that might be in the form of video, mm-hmm. or that might be in the form of picking the phone and calling. Yeah, and that is a very different thing from a customer success because customer success role is a little bit passive role. You're almost reacting to everything the customer is saying. And you guys, I think, are more proactive in that approach. You're like, you know what? Let me just flip on the camera and let's just have a conversation. Let me just pick up the phone. Let me just talk through this stuff. And I think that's an edge I think you can have in customer success role that I don't think many customer success people are even thinking about it. Yeah, I think a big part of it, too, is just kind of giving the customer the unexpected, right? If they send you an email, they expect an email back. So if you call them, that's going above and beyond. Mm -hmm. Um, If they are on a conference call and you turn on the video again that's unexpected that's one step beyond what's expected and so i think regardless of to which extreme you're going yep i think just taking the expected outcome and trying to raise the bar on that yeah um is always going to be understood by the customer because there's always an expected outcome if you send somebody an email you expect a response right yeah this is Um, awesome and so i I think always kind of trying to one-up that expectation um, it is a huge takeaway just because at the end of the day, it doesn't have to be a video. It doesn't have yeah. to be a phone call. It just has to be more than what was expected. This is great, man. Man, I, we'll be talking about this for hours, yeah. but we try to keep it short. Yeah, and I think cool. we need to do another round two at some point and, and just get into it. So I'm going to wrap up with a few notes that I think I, I was, I mean, this, this is really, really awesome. I think we can do one from sales to customer success. What yeah. does it look like? And lessons learned. We could do so many different iterations of it. So here's here here are my takeaways. Number one, I think, man, Ryan, you you nailed it when he said SDR is a short game and customer success is the long game. And I think if people understand that the role that they are in and what you're trying to achieve, I think the, the desired outcome, it, it makes all the sense in the world. So that was a really, really big idea. Uh, I hope people tune in. And man, like, Kyle, you killed it with this this <laughs> idea of like, listen, success and retention. I don't know if you had it in your, in your, like, this is the beauty of this uncut because you have all these things in your head. It just comes out. But if you're able to get your customers to listen, yeah. then um, then the, you'll be able to help them be successful. And if yeah. they're successful, then you'll be able to retain. Yeah. 
And I think that process just makes perfect sense. Um, and again, I think one thing that I just noticed, I didn't think about it until we got into this conversation, because both of you come from a sales background, you're not afraid to be proactive. You're not afraid yep. to pick up the phone. You're not afraid to turn on the camera. And all those things that, as you said, Kyle, getting and trying to do unexpected things, it's just delighting the customer because they're now not only going to remember your name, but they're going to remember your face. Yeah. And and now there's an accountability with it. There is a relationship. And that goes way deeper than just a product company. We never want to be a product company. We want to be a partner. We want to be their best friend. Yeah. We want to be an advisor. We want to be a strategic partner. All those things. And I think what you both are doing is really helping us get there. Love it, guys. This awesome. is awesome. That was Great. a lot of fun. All right. Appreciate Thank you so it. much. Big time. All right. Let's do it again. Flip My Funnel is on a mission to build the largest and most engaged community of B2B professionals in the world. Join the movement at flipmyfunnel.com. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.